When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the I Almost Die podcast. I'm your host, Ben. Ben of the week. I find it insane. I find it kind of crazy how there's like like podcasts out there, like radio stations that they just wake up and they choose crack for their for their intros. They like have you when is the last time you listened to a radio station? I haven't listened to a radio station in probably five years. Who the? Anyways, welcome to my podcast. This is a special vaccination edition. As you can see, I have my little stickers on here. This one was the one from Waiting in Line. It says 83. I was number 83. Kind of wish I was first. But anyways, and then this is my sticker saying that I couldn't leave until 1037 in case I have an allergic reaction. And I didn't because it's safe. But <laughs> when I was sitting in line... All of a sudden, fire trucks and ambulances show up, and they pause the whole thing. I hear one of the nurses scream, like, full stop. And I'm like, mm. those are words I do not like to hear when I'm already anxious because I hate needles. And they took this person out in a stretcher. But they, I think they just had an allergic reaction, and they were old as heck. So it's like, who knows what's going on with them? Like, not one person our age... I don't know why I'm assuming that there's not like Prince Philip age people out there listening to this. Maybe. I don't know. But I feel like people like my age, we're good. Like, go get it. Go get the vaccine. Actually, everyone go get the vaccine. What am I talking about? Anyways, it kind of hurt though. Look at my band-aid. Ready? Uh, anyways, super off topic way to start the podcast. Today, <laughs> I'm going to tell you. A story that I literally, like, this was one of the stories that, like, gave me the idea for this podcast, and for some reason, I forgot to make a whole episode on it, which I don't know how that happened, but this is, (laughs) this is kind of a crazy near-death experience from when I was a child, a small little grub, and this happened at church camp. This is a church camp near-death story, so... Let's begin. (laughs) Actually, before we begin, if you want to send me any of your uh, stories, any of your near-death experiences, um, you can tweet me, hashtag I almost died podcast, or tweet me at Ben of the Week, and I will see them, and I will read them. Uh, The last episode, I think it was the last episode, was the the one where I started reading your guys' ones, so I have plenty of room for more near-death experiences, so send them over. But 
with all that hubbub aside, let me tell you about how I almost died at church camp. <laughs> so, <laughs> this was the summer, I, can't, I don't know the year, but this was the summer of when Katy Perry's Roar came out because it was like my anthem. This song was banging out my iPod touch speakers and headphones 24-7. Now, this was... I, I think this was 2014, if I'm being honest. I feel like that came out 2014. Like, Roar by Katy Perry gives me very much 2014 vibes. And I had been to a few camps before. Like, my mom had sent me to a few camps. Like, should I name drop them? No. Mm, YOLO. There's one called Camp Evergreen, which was really fun. I went there two years. And then there was this other camp. I, basically, I had been to three different camps in the past. And the first time I went, I was really nervous. Like I had like really bad separation anxiety from my mom. And like from like playing Minecraft, this was in like my era. Ew, this is so disgusting to say. I would literally play Minecraft from waking until sleep. And I'm not kidding. I'm not exaggerating in the slightest. I would wake up as soon as I could, like 8 a.m., get on my server with all my friends, play nonstop until I fell asleep at like 2 a.m. And I did this for entire summers in middle school, like literally entire summers. And it was such a routine. Like I don't regret a single second of it because I loved it. I loved just being on my Minecraft server. And I was like an admin. So I was kind of running that bitch. <laughs> that was Four letters. That was not a swear. We keep it Christian, everybody. We're talking about church camp. Um, <laughs> so I, I basically, I was really like scared to like be away from that. Like I literally had been playing Minecraft nonstop for two months, and then had to be away from all technology for a week. I was like, mm, don't want to do that. But this was a different camp than the ones I had previously mentioned. The other camps I loved, I had my friends there, but my mom literally got a Groupon or something. She got a Groupon for this camp. And like, like, I don't know why my mom sent me to camp. Like I was never really like, oh, love to go back. It was kind of just like, oh, it's summer again. Off to camp you go. So she sent me to, it was called Camp Evergreen. And it was this Christian camp. I don't know what type of Christian, what flavor of Christian, but it was a Christian camp. Now, all the other camps... Oh, I just hit my cable. Did that stop the recording? No, we're good. Because I am a podcasting genius. I'm the big boss here. Anyways, um, the camps I had been to in the past, like the previous ones, they were also religious camps. But literally, all we would do is just like pray before dinner or something. So it was like never anything like too too serious. And that's what I thought this next camp would be like. It was not... This camp, this Camp Evergreen, was, it was serious, mamas. They had a church, like a full-on church, like two pastors. I don't know what they needed two for, but they had two pastors. There was like crosses everywhere, like murals of like Jesus and Mother Mary. And I pull up with my mom in the car and I'm like, <laughs> what, what's going on here? So... <laughs> Um, when you first come to camp, and especially if you're, like, new there, they, like, show you around, they, like, bring your parents to the bunk and stuff, and I started crying, and my dad started crying, too, literally have no clue why he did that, like, I'm the one getting sent away to camp here for a week, no Minecraft, no nothing, why are you crying? I, but I, like, shed a few tears, but, so they dropped me off, 
and I'm like super sad. I'm like, mm, mm, I'm gonna miss you. And I have to give over my phone. Y'all don't know how depressing it is. That is so sad that like literally in 2014, this was depressing to me, but like handing your phone over and knowing you're not gonna be able to have it for a week. Not a fun feeling, not a fun feeling, let me tell you. But my parents left and my bunkmates, I had like four people in my cabin. There was like four other kids. And then our camp instructor, who is like kind of cool. I remember he was like, I just, I was like, wow, this, this is a cool dude. Cool dude alert. We have a cool dude in the camp cabin. But, um, so he was like, kind of just like explain to us like how camp would be like getting all getting us all hyped up he's like you campers are in for such a fun treat it's gonna be so fun and i believed him i believed him how could i have been so so foolish so (laughs) the basically what we would do all day is like we'd have like a big game like a big team game like a giant game of tag or like capture the flag which actually is so fun like that literally is like the part of camp that makes it the absolute best is like having like those giant games and stuff um and then we'd have like our meals which like weren't the best like i don't remember the food being amazing like when i try and think of the food i think of like kool-aid and like porridge and i was a vegetarian at the time so i literally got picked on for that at the camp which really kind of sucked but they always had to give me like some weird vegetarian alternative and it was always so nasty it looked like like a mucus it'd be like some sort of stew or like a casserole that they threw together i'm like this is demonic but i ate it because i wasn't trying to starve anyways I guess I'll preface this by saying I have a very big aversion to authority. I don't know where this stems from. I really don't know. I feel like I should see a therapist to figure it out. It's one of the things that really like, I'd say causes a fair bit of problems for me, but I hate authority. I, that is why I love like the position that I'm in now where I don't have a boss. Like I make videos like on my own schedule. There's not really anyone telling me what to do. I don't know why I have this. Like, it's kind of, like, pointless. Like, there's there's some times when you should, like, follow authority. But I'm very much, like, I want to do my own thing. But when I decide in my head that the authority that I'm under, whether it's, like, when I was in school or something, is suddenly stupid, I become the most rebellious little brat ever. (laughs) So, let's get into it. It was the second or third day. I can't remember which. I was kind of feeling the vibes of the camp. I'm like, you know what? Like, it's a little different, but I like it. There's like, like the games are fun. The people are generally cool and nice. And I wake up one morning and I can't move my head at all. At all. And I start panicking. And I try and turn it a little bit. And I feel the most spiking stabbing pain I have felt in like my life. It literally, I, I was so confused. Like all the way back from the back of my head down to like my lower back felt like, like I was literally getting ripped apart by a bear when I moved it like even like an inch, like half an inch. And I literally was sitting there just crying. It was like, and I like, I'm like, help, help, help. 
And I like had woken up before everyone else. So like everyone else wakes up. Like they hear my like faint cries for help. I'm like, help. <laughs> and the counselor, he like, he was like very nonchalant about it. He's like, oh, hey buddy, what's wrong? And I'm like, I can't move. I can't move my head. Everything hurts. And it did. Like it literally, I, I don't, I to this day don't know what happened. Like, did I sleep weird when I woke up? Did I like jolt my head or something? But I think I full on sprained my neck. But at the time, like I didn't know what like what was happening. I thought my neck was broken. I was like sitting there like running through my head. Like what if I'm like paralyzed and I was freaking out? So the camp counselor's like, okay, well, um, just try and move a little bit. So I'm like, and I scream because it like felt like my head was about to break off. So I'm like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm so sorry, but I can't do it. And <laughs> these are the words. The words I'm about to say are the words that have literally stuck with me for so long because they just give me so much anxiety. <laughs> he said, okay, well, we don't have a nurse. <laughs> but we'll pray for you. <laughs> imagine, I want you to just like, wherever you're sitting or standing right now, I want you to imagine you can't turn your head at all. It is completely stuck. And if you turn your head, it is going to hurt. And it's going to be the worst pain you've ever felt. And it's going to feel like your neck is going to snap off. So that's what I was feeling. And then hearing A... This camp doesn't have a nurse. And B, their solution to my possible paralysis is they'll pray for me. And I'm laying there. Now, listen, I was, I was like raised Catholic. I went to church until like probably like age 17, like every single Sunday. Like I'm not religious anymore. But at that time, here. <laughs> Hearing that when I just fully needed medical attention, I was in panic mode. I like didn't know what to say. I just laid there and they lit the counselor was like, okay, everybody. Well, let's all pray for Ben. So they sit on the floor in a circle, in a prayer circle and start praying for me. And it wasn't even anything specific. Like if they're like, okay, God, we pray that Ben Ben's neck will get fixed. It wasn't even that. They literally, they started praying like just random generic prayers and then like the rosary. <laughs> and that was all I got. I'm laying there. Neck broke. Camp counselors and fellow campers on the floor being like, this is holy land. We're standing on holy land. <laughs> so they finished their prayer circle after about like, I think it was five minutes. They decided five minutes is adequate enough to stop me from being paralyzed. Now this camp, um, the, like the camp counselor, I feel like he was probably like my age now, like probably 21. So realistically, if I was in that position, I don't know what I'd do. I don't know at all. I feel like... <laughs> so he um they finished their prayer circle and he's like okay well ben do you want to come with us to um to breakfast i'm like laying there 
no thoughts, head empty, head broken. And I'm like, no. <laughs> okay, we're going to take a quick break, but when I get back, we'll get right into it. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Okay, welcome back. So, <laughs> I'm laying there, and they asked me to go if I want to go to breakfast. I'm like, oh, oh, I would love breakfast. I would love some porridge, some oatmeal, maybe a bagel. But you see, the thing is, my neck is kind of broken. It's kind of broken. And I can't move at all. I didn't say that because I was a pushover at age 14. I didn't know what to say. So, I'm like, okay, um, well, I can't come but you guys can go have fun. And like, okay, um, oh, and I'll, t I'll talk to the, to the main counselor and, and we'll, we'll see what we can do. I'm like, okay, that's cool. I love, love my progress. Love me finally getting medical attention potentially. So they like go for breakfast and I'm just laying there in complete silence for like an hour and a half. Like I was like so bored too. Like I wanted to grab, like I brought a book I was like, maybe I'll grab that or like a friendship bracelet. Like at every camp, I'd always like start making these friendship bracelets with like um, strings and stuff. I'm like, maybe, maybe I'll start that. No, I couldn't move. I could like, if even if I moved my arm, my arm is attached to my shoulder. So it would hurt still. So I literally could not move anything. So they finally come back after an hour and a half. And I'm like, hey, they're like, oh my gosh, breakfast was delicious. It sucks you had to miss it. I'm like, had to miss it? Had to miss it. Mamas, I can't move. I am very much paralyzed right now. What 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 are they what are they putting in your Kool-Aid? Like, huh? <laughs> so <laughs> the camp counselor's like, okay, so we talked to like our lead, and he says, um, we'll we'll try and find an ice pack for you or something. And I was like, 
can I leave? Because in this moment, I was like, oh my God, this is my opportunity. Like, maybe I can leave. Like, I was not feeling the vibe at this point. I'm like, this is, this is a cult and I need to get out of here. And this is my perfect escape. So I, I like planted the idea in my camp counselor's head. I was like, so like, can I leave? Like, can I call my mom and ask her to like bring me home so I can go to the hospital? They're like, you really think you need to go to the hospital? I'm like, yes. So the thing is, I can't move my head and I haven't been able to move it for two hours and I'm in the most pain I've ever felt my whole life. They're like, well, we'll see what happens when the ice pack comes and then and then we'll figure it out from there. And before I could like say anything back, they're like, okay, so we've got our team game now. So we're going to go to our team game. And they just left. All of them left. I was like, what? no, no conversation. Con- conversation cut. Oh my God, I literally thought my computer stopped recording. Or is it still good? We're still good. Guys, I'm a professional podcaster. What can I say? What can I say? Anyways, they go off to their their little game. I'm here laying in pain. That rhymed really well for some reason. Anyways, um, so they they finally let me like call my mom. Um, when they come back from the game, the counselor was like, okay, so we're going to have the ice pack in a little bit, but if you want to call your mom, I guess we can work that out. So they bring me like the camp cell phone and I like dial her number and I'm like, mom, she's like, oh, how are you talking to me right now? You're supposed to be at camp. I'm like, mom, I can't move my head. She's like, oh, and so she's like, I like explain the situation and then she's like, okay, well, I want to talk to the counselor. So I, like, give my phone to the counselor. And he literally talks her out of it. I was so close to having it in my mom's head that I could that I needed to, like, leave. And he literally talked her out of it and hung up the phone. I didn't even get to say goodbye. I'm like, nah. No, this is a cult is what this is. This is very much cult vibes. This is very much American Horror Story Asylum very much, I am locked up against my will right now. So I'm like, uh-uh. <laughs> like, I could now, after like five hours, I felt my neck slowly getting better. And they brought the ice pack, which helped. But I still could very limitly, limitly. Like, my movement was very limited. I could like hardly move it left or right. So I'm like, listen. <laughs> to, to myself, I was like, listen, Ben. You're getting out of here one way or a freaking another. This is hell. You are in hell right now. (laughs) So my neck by the next day was feeling like at half capacity. It took a full two days for me to finally get back to normal. And when I was back to normal, I had missed a lot. Like everyone had made their little friends and like formed their little bonds. And I was like this weird outsider. Like there was people that hadn't even seen me before because I was just in my bunk the whole time. So it was super awkward. I had no friends and it just became a terrible experience. And not only that, I I was like starting to feel resistance to like the whole kind of like forced religious aspect of it. Like we'd have to go to church every single day for like an hour and a half. And we had to like talk to a priest and like confess our sins. I'm like, I about this so i i can't remember what i said i said something kind of like um something kind of like agnosticy like what if god isn't real i don't know something like that little 14 year old me 
And they got mad at me. Like, they got mad, mad. And, oh, I wish I could remember what I said. But I just remember, like, my camp counselor. And I think there was a few camp counselors, like, at our table when I said it at, like, lunch. And they're like, why did you say that? Oh, my gosh. My freaking camera overheated. I guess I am, like, kind of cooking with the lights. I look like I look like the fried chicken in KFC with like underneath like the the heat lamps like that's what I look like right now. But sorry about that. Anyways, back to the story. Where was I? <laughs> so they were not very happy with me, and I feel I swear like I have a conspiracy theory that they think I was like possessed or something like that is my that is my theory. So <laughs> I. I was, like, not having any of this camp. I really just wanted to leave. I, like, told my counselor. Like, my counselor had known. I just wanted to hit the high road, get out of there. But they're like, no. Like, unless it's an, a dire emergency, you you must stay at the camp. They're like, think of your mom. Think of all the money she put just so you could be here. Be a little grateful. I'm like, huh? I was injured. I could I was paralyzed and y'all parade for me for five minutes to get me out of here. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh my gosh, just bring back so many bad memories. Ew. Ew. So I like went into like full prison break mode. I would like I like examine the perimeter. Like we were allowed like an hour of free time to just like go do whatever. And I wouldn't hang out with nobody. I was not messing with any of the other campers. I was like, I did a full perimeter of the camp one time to see like my exits. And I like made it known to them. I like made it known that I was like trying to escape. I was like, yeah, I just for went for a walk of the perimeter. And then I was like talking about the outside world. I was like, yeah, there's like a town like pretty close by. And like, yeah, but you're at camp. So you don't need to know any of that. I'm like, Y'all really holding me like I'm an like I'm a CIA experiment. Good lord. So my neck was fully healed at this point. I could like I could do whatever if I wanted to escape. You know, you can call it you can say their prayer circle worked, maybe. Maybe the ice pack worked. Who knows? Maybe just fix itself. In the moment, I would have very much liked medical attention. That very much would have been nice. <laughs> The, I literally have lived in Canada most of my life, and the one time I actually needed that free healthcare, they're like, nope. Sorry, you can't have it. You're at camp. <laughs> so, this was, I don't know if you could tell, but this is the last time I ever went to camp. My mom picked me up. My mom and dad picked me up on the very last day, and... I was, I literally was like crying. I had never been happier. Like, I actually feel like I went to prison. Like, I had everything I loved stripped away from me. And I had to be in this nasty, crusty, evil place. So when they came, they had this little assembly with the parents to like show the parents like, oh, all the fun we had at camp and everything. And we had to like, each go up like one by one in front of like this little audience and say like our favorite thing from the camp. And I'm not a confrontational person. I don't like drama. But sometimes I gotta speak my piece. So they're all sitting there. You've got these little children being like, it was so fun being with all my friends playing capture the flag. 
And I'm like, aw, mm, that's cute. I got up there and they're like, Ben, what was your favorite part of camp? And I said, leaving. <laughs> and I got off that stage and I went to my parents and the assembly wasn't even over. I'm like, no, we're going, we're, we are leaving. This is like one of the moments in my life where I was like the most proud of myself for like just sticking up for myself and not taking any business. I was like, we're leaving. And they're like, I got them good with that one. There was like a, a, a silence entered the room when I said that. And I, and we dipped and oh my God, it was glorious. It was truly, it was truly glorious. And as I was leaving, as we were leaving, like a camp counselor like caught up with us. And I'm like, Ben, like, we're so sorry you had a bad experience. Like, was there anything that went wrong? I'm like, me getting paralyzed and y'all doing nothing. It, it, I think it was that for me. I think that was... Could Y'all could have done a little bit better. A little bit better. <laughs> that experience was, like, actually terrible. Like, if you're going to set up a camp... And by the way, I forgot to mention this. This was in, like, the boonies. Like, a remote area in the forest. So, like, when I mentioned that other town that was nearby, that would have probably taken, like, six hours to walk to... Like, this was literally completely cut off from society. I hated it. I really hated it. All the other camps were so fun. Like, they're very open-minded. There's people of all religions there. Like, even though it was, like, a Christian camp, they're like, okay. But this one, like, literally, when I told them that I'm, like, like not, like, a believer, they were on me. They were on me. And I was, like, really uncomfortable in so many different circumstances but the biggest one being when I literally needed medical attention and they did a little prayer circle for five minutes. So, <sighs> so I made it home. And let me tell you, that first Minecraft session after being freed, that hit different. That was, I felt, I had never felt joy. I had missed so much on the Minecraft server. There was like so much drama, all sorts of stuff going on. But it felt so good to just be back playing Minecraft online with my friends. I was, I literally was sitting there just crying happy tears. Ugh. <laughs> oh my God. That was something else. Stop, why am I tearing up? It was like, it was just such a relief, like to be freed from that situation. And I know it was only a week and I know like, eh, like whatever. But as a kid, I feel like when you're a kid, you just feel everything so much more intensely. Like, when you become an adult, things just kind of, like, life gets a little bit more dull. Like, there's still fun moments, but it's not like when you're a kid and, like, every single thing, you just feel it, like, ten times more. Like, every little heartbreak, everything you get excited for, everything that scares you is just, like, ten times more intense. So, <laughs> it was crazy, and I never went to camp again. Will I send my kids to camp if I have kids? Yes. Will it be that camp? Absolutely not. I think camp is a really fun experience. Generally, um, it's really I'm like super introverted, so it was really good to like kind of like learn how to just connect with other human beings. So that was really good. But that camp, I'm gonna look it up after this. I hope they went out of business. I hope they got like a fat complaint or something. I left a Google review for one star. So, anyways. <laughs>
Thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for joining every single week. I truly appreciate appreciate you. If you want to send me your near-death experiences, use the hashtag I almost died podcast. Um, and then I will read it and I'll be featuring it in an upcoming episode. Um, and yeah, stay safe, get vaccinated, of course. Of course, of course, of course. Um, I will see you next week, every Wednesday. The Ben of the Week, I Almost Died Podcast. You know the drill. <laughs> and I love you. Stay safe. Ow, my arm is actually starting to hurt now. Let me do an arm circle real quick. Ew, all the people on the video version just saw my armpit hair. That's disgusting. That's a reminder for me to shave it. I hate armpit hair. Nasty. It looks... Uh, Anyways. <laughs> Take care. I love you so much. Bye! Bye!